0: Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm one of the pastors at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And we have been walking through Paul's letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy, really with an eye to discipleship and devotion. We've been looking at how these ancient words, these words inspired by the Spirit of God, how they are meant not just for Timothy, but for every subsequent generation of Christian thereafter. And so we've been looking at our own lives and, and honestly we've been taking a look at our own churches and saying, what does it look like for the church today? The modern church in our modern day to live according to what God has spoken. And so today we are in First Timothy chapter five. We're actually returning to a theme that we visited already in chapter three. And this is the theme of elders. Our text today, if you want to turn with me is chapter 5 verses 17 and 18. Here's how the text goes. It says, "Let the elder, excuse me, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture teaches, you shall not muzzle an ox when it treads out the grain, and the laborer deserves his wages." Now This is a very helpful text for the modern church because it gives us an understanding about how to think about church leadership and how to think about compensation of certain elders. You see, when someone serves as an elder, they serve and that service, along with it, comes a a real sense of honor. To be an elder in a church is to be held in high regard as someone who is caring for the church family, someone who is shepherding the church, someone who is oftentimes putting the needs of the church above their own. See, we have to remember over and over again, when the Bible speaks to leadership, it's not talking about the kind of leadership where the leader is at the top of the pyramid and everyone else is holding the leader up by their efforts. Rather, in the church, it's flipped. And the leader, the great leader, is the least. The the one who is first is the one who is last. And so in the church, an elder, they do hold a position, and they hold a position of respect. And that is a position of honor. And so when the text says, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, this is talking about not only the position and the respect that it goes with, but contextually, it's talking about financial compensation the text goes on it says especially those who labor in preaching and teaching there are some elders that they spend their time laboring and preaching and teaching they, they, much of their time is given to this while other elders help in some fashion with some preaching and teaching there are other elders that they, they give their time like all of their time to that and then it says for the scriptures say quoting old testament scriptures it says you shall not muzzle the ox when it treads out the grain. This is a picture of a, a mox, an ox treading out the grain and being able to eat grain as it does the work. As it does the work, if it's prevented from eating the grain, it will it will not work as efficiently. And then it says the laborer deserves his wages. This is a picture of paying someone their their worth for their work. And so the the text is really teaching that in the local church, there are elders who are considered worthy of double honor. And the second honor is that they are paid for the work of ministry, for the, the work of preaching and teaching. I have the benefit of being part of a church that they compensate me for the work of the ministry. It, it, it's a gift to the church that I'm able to give my work, my time to that. And same, it's, it's a gift from the church to me that allows me that that ability, maybe you're part of a church and, and maybe you should have that conversation with your leaders. are we are, are we making sure our laborer is receiving his wages? Now sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes there are pastors who are co-vocational or bivocational, they are tent makers, they work in the world and they work in the ministry. That is appropriate as well. but what I would encourage is if a church has the means to have an elder who is able to give himself to this work, that you compensate him for that work, that you ensure that he is cared for well so that he can care for you well. This is what the scripture is aiming us at. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.